Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Michael is producing the broadcast today. Um, you know, one of the, every once in a while in our biz, it's the time of the year, right? Um, Connie Francis did a song about it. The Go-Go's did a song about it. It's called Vacation. A lot of people taking off. And th- there just isn't today a big-time subject. But I will bring up some things. And hopefully you'll respond, either by emailing or calling and keeping Michael busy. NBA draft. Good to see Andrew Nemhard. And for all of those people who thought Nemhard was not a good player, well, you know, as far as recruiting and well, he's the first pick of the second round. So that's pretty good. And We'll see, you know, what he will do, but good for him. And the experts got it wrong. The Magic went a different direction than most thought they would go. They didn't take Jabari Smith. They went with Vanchero, and I think that's a great pick for the Magic. So if you – and I will say, as a Knicks fan, I get it that the Knicks got – three first-round draft choices out of all the things that they did. And here's the problem with that. If you're a Knicks fan, like if you're a Magic fan, okay, and and this is a good parallel, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Magic and the Knicks are on the same level. They're not in the sense of the Knicks' pedigree. They've been in the NBA for a much longer time than Orlando has. But when the Magic got, when, when they, a few years ago, were in that 7-8 position in the playoffs, and they decided to blow it up. You know, that's the worst place we can be. We're going to blow it up. Well, how many times have they drafted highly? How many young players do they have? And what have they done? Nothing. They're awful. Okay, now, maybe they'll be better. But if you're the Knicks, right, again, you've been awful for so long, right, but it's an established franchise, and the fan base doesn't want to hear, oh, we're going to be good in three years. They want to know what you're going to do now because it's been so long since they've been good. So that's why what the Knicks did yesterday, great, three first-round draft. Well, who do you – who do you have in this draft? Uh, nothing. So what do you have to be excited about at this point? I'm telling you, if you're an NBA fan, this is just part A. Because part B is free agency. Because in part, in part, you draft and you make trades based on what you think you're going to go after in free agency, and the question then becomes, do we get it? 
that that's that's the problem. So we'll see. Um, did you see the open letter that Billy Napier wrote to Gator fans? I'm telling you what. Today there are people that have absolutely lost their minds over Gator football recruiting. I think you know how I feel about recruiting after all these years. Okay? Is it important? Of course it is. When you recruit well, generally speaking, you do well. But I don't know what fans expected from Billy Napier right out of the gate. If you remember, and I'm going to ask this question today, give me a grade on Billy Napier so far. Give me a grade on what you've seen, whether it's recruiting, you know, getting the fan base, to get whatever it is, grade him to this point. Because there is, and, you know, and look, sometimes on social media, you know, a, a few can sound like it's a, an orchestra, but I mean, there's some people just losing their minds. I'm just telling you this, okay? And I said it when he was hired. His job now is more difficult than when Dan Mullen took over. It is more difficult. Why? Many reasons. NIL, all that stuff, crazy. B, Georgia has gotten now to the top of the mountain. Alabama isn't going anywhere. Here comes Oklahoma. Here comes Texas. Okay? That's not easy. And when you have other places like Ohio State that are coming into Florida and taking elite talent away, when you have Mario Cristobal get hired at Miami, who, can you question his coaching? Yes, but certainly he's a terrific recruiter. I think we've seen that with the quarterback. So, anyway, give me a grade on that. Got home yesterday to watch a fast College World Series game. Wow. 2 nothing. What a pitching performance. And good for Ole Miss. Good for Mike Bianco. Nice guy. One of the nice guys in the business. And now it's going to be Ole Miss and Oklahoma. We'll have a game for you tomorrow at 645. And then Sunday at 245. And the if game is going to be 645 on Monday. Again, if they need it. Today, also as you call in because of the NBA, give me the three Gator players that you think have been the best in the NBA. Not in college. I'm talking about Gator players who went to the NBA. Who's the top three as far as the performance in the NBA? All right? Let's go. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Gator Mike leads off. Gator Mike, hello. All right, so I'm going to date myself because I'm only 20 years old, but I'm just going off what I've seen and what I've heard. Got to go out Horford for the as as far as the NBA goes, multiple okay. All Star appearances. Um, probably going to go with Noah 
just because of the Defensive Player of the Year. And even though he didn't win any of those matchups against LeBron, it was fun to see him and LeBron draw back and forth. Um, and then third, I don't know, it could be a number of guys. It could be Chandler Parsons, Udonis Haslam, Jason Williams. Um, but because I didn't watch the last two play, I'll go with Chandler Parsons um, just because I did watch him play in the league. Okay. Um, I think Beal, you know, I, I would like to see him in the league a little longer. But I, I'm just going off of guys whose careers are either at near the end or completed with that. But by the end of Beal's career, I'm sure he'll be probably, if not in that list, at least at the top for me. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about the um, open letter thing that, that uh-huh. on the Florida Gators Twitter account. I don't mind it. I don't mind the content. And I, I don't hold any of these. I'm not one of these toxic fans on Twitter that you see. That will, <laughs> you know, yeah. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I do. Yes. And on these message boards. However, <clears throat> the content of the letter, but I feel like the timing I do have an issue with. Why do we feel pressure to validate what our staff is doing against Twitter trolls and message board freaks? Like, I feel like the timing is not a coincidence. Just grind in silence. And I've seen other fans saying that. I I think we're taking it a little too seriously. He hasn't even coached a game yet. But why need to justify yourself against people who clearly don't know what they're talking about, I guess, is my question. I think it's a valid question, Mike. Um, but I do think you kind of gave the answer, okay? I, I don't know that this was done specifically to uh, appease those on social media that aren't happy. Um, but I do, you know, I read this three times. And when I did, Mike, I tried doing it, like I read it once and just sort of put it away. Okay, I read it. I read it the second time. Oh, I, I didn't really notice that. Okay, third time. Oh, I didn't. So I did it in, in that way. I think what they're trying to bring across here is we're on the right path, and we just want you to know that. That's what I, I got agree. out of this. I, I think most people think we are on the right path, and I think the, the, the NIL stuff, even if we don't have a great class here, the NIL stuff is going to be lightning in a bottle. It's going to be nothing like it is right now, two years from now. So I think we just, patience is in order, and it's not something that Gator fans have a lot of, I guess. Um, last thing, for the College World Series game, I'm kind of torn because I kind of want to see Ole Miss win it just for SEC pride, and I think it would be really funny considering how much trash Mississippi State fans talk to Ole Miss fans <laughs> yeah. after they won theirs. So that would, that would be really funny to see. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't take any moral victories, but, you know, it goes without saying that, you know, forces of nature may have had a, a factor in where Oklahoma is right now. So um, I'm probably going to end up rooting for Ole Miss, but it is kind of crazy to me how we were just one swing of the bat away from beating a team that's in the College World Series final. And I don't know if you have a statistician or someone who can look this up, but I'm trying to think back and remember the last time I that we've had a, a championship final game with no national teams in it. And people were saying when we got the field that Oklahoma should have been a national seed. Right. I think that's started for all. Thanks for taking my call. Yep, thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, to be to be fair, you can't jump – to the conclusion 
that Florida would have gone to Virginia Tech and just waltzed in there and won. I mean, you can't jump to that conclusion, but certainly one swing of the bat, you have a chance to do it. Tony, get right to you. Twelve fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jittleby, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, for a long time now, I've told you about my friends at Southeast Car Agency for good reason. Because over the past few years, I purchased a lot of vehicles from them. And every time I have, they've been really good. Lasted me a long time. Quality. And that is the most important thing, I think, for you as the owner of a vehicle. Is it going to last? Are you going to have not a lot of repairs with it? And are you going to trust the people you buy from? Well, I do trust Southeast Car Agency because they've treated me right. And they'll do the same thing for you. The Cousins family's run that business for the past 40-plus years. And from day one, all they've ever done is give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. And they're doing their very best to get as many different vehicles on the lot because of what's happening with gas prices. They certainly understand it just like you and I do. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency and... Go online, secars.com, and check them out. In the eyes of the world, surrender has a negative connotation, a sign of weakness and humiliation. When you surrender, you're admitting you've lost, and no one likes to lose. But here's the irony. When it comes to the journey of faith, surrender is the beginning of a victorious life. When we really understand how much God loves us, when Christ died on the cross, paying the penalty for our sins, and then rose from the dead, we become convicted that we've been living a life of self-sufficiency. And then we finally surrender our lives, handing over our desires, our dreams, our goals, and even our failures. Then and only then do we take the first step in the ultimate victory in living. It all begins with surrender, surrendering to Jesus. Have you done this? I promise you, it's real living. This is Bryant Wright, waving the white flag, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Melden Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. June is National Ocean Month, so it's a great month to help protect marine wildlife wherever you are. Remember to always cut up plastic six-pack rings. Better yet, reduce your use of disposable plastic altogether so that it doesn't end up in local waterways or oceans. And look to participate in a local beach, river, or park cleanup. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. 
but I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Glenn and Ocala answers the question I posed about the three Gator basketball players who've done the best in the NBA. Vernon Maxwell, Al Horford, Mike Miller. Yeah, good choices. So, again, if you're just tuning in today, give me the three Gator players that you think have done the best in the NBA, not in college, when they've gotten to the NBA. Let's bring Tony on. Tony, what's up? Hey, Steve, what's up, buddy? So hey. glad you're back, man. Hope everything went uh, well for you, man. Yeah, as, as you <laughs> know, as well as could be expected. Thank you. Definitely, definitely, Steve. I had to do my thoughts, man. Hey, listen, um, I'm definitely in, in agreement with that last caller as far as, you know, having to respond. That letter has kind of been in the hopper probably for a few days now because things really didn't start to go south for the last couple of days. Uh, especially with the news of the quarterback who's probably going to end up going to Miami here come Sunday. Um, let me give a little perspective for most of the folks who are listening who don't follow recruiting, you know, as in-depth as some other people do. But this is the landscape right now, okay? And nothing's going to change this landscape right now, guys. All right? Right now you have a group of schools that either because of desperation like Tennessee, because of a billionaire like Miami with the Ruiz guy, or because of oil money like Texas and Texas A&M, you've got a group of schools that are just overpaying drastically, okay? They're, they're overpaying. They're like giving a utility middle infielder a $20 million contract, okay? <laughs> That's kind of what they're doing, Steve. And then you have a group that had the cachet already established before NIL, and that's your Alabamas, your Georgias, your Clemson, and your Ohio States. Now, they're paying, obviously, but kids and parents and agents and representatives are somewhat more willing to take a discount for those schools because of that cachet that they have established prior to the NIL. Now, somewhere in the middle is your University of Florida Gators, somewhere in the middle of that. And I know we want to think that we could pay with anybody, Steve, but you're not going to pay with Texas oil money. You're not going to pay with the billionaire from Miami. And then Tennessee folks are just so desperate for any type of winner that they're just paying like crazy to. So you're not going to pay with that, Steve. And that's where Billy finds himself. So, yeah, so that letter is kind of like a plea, like, give me some time, guys, because he's going to have to establish his culture. He's going to have to get his players in here. 
He's going to have to win games. He's going to have to just use time. Because right now, that is the landscape of recruiting in college football. And we're going to get some players, but we're going to miss out on a whole bunch of players also, Steve. Well, so that's the landscape, man. Yeah, I agree. that That is the landscape. And I think the other thing that people miss here is that let, let's take away NIL for just a second, okay? You have schools that are on it right now. You know, the Ohio States, the Alabamas, the Georgias who are out there, you know, getting five-star kids. That's And USC has changed it. They're all of a sudden, you know, they were an afterthought. Now, with Lincoln Riley, you know, now kids are looking at USC as they didn't do so before. So that also is out there. There is a lot of schools that are, frankly, ahead of Florida at this point in terms of wins and losses, in terms of, you know, cachet for them to go to. It's going to take a while to turn it around. You betcha. And, yeah, and we got some some flat-out psychopaths on social media, man, that just don't get this. A lot of them are, like, trolls probably, you know, trolls from, like, you know, maybe other fan bases. But a lot are our own fans also. And uh, that's a shame. Let me change it up on you real quick. How about my Yankees, man? Listen, did you see that game yesterday? Uh, You know, it's funny. I got a quick story to tell you. My mom, God bless her, is almost 92 years old, and she watches Yankee games religiously. So I call her yesterday to say hello, and she says, oh, you know, the Yankees are losing. The Astros are (laughs) kicking their butt. And that's the last I heard. I think it was like 6-2, to she said. And then this morning I check out, the Yankees won the game. So, yeah, pretty pretty special year for them, yeah. It was a 6-3 ball game. They had two hits in the first inning. They never got another hit until they walked it off in the bottom of the ninth that they scored four runs on a three-run home run to tie it and a walk-off double by Judge to a win it. You start doing stuff like that, and, like, the unsung hero was Rizzo, who had a 17-pitch at bat, Steve, to get the starting pitcher out of there because they weren't doing nothing against him. He comes in, like, Rizzo, like, in the seventh inning, has a 17-pitch at bat to get him out of there to have a chance against the bullpen. So you start doing stuff like that, those are things that, you know, could be a special uh, season, man. And, hey, the Mets are still in it too, man. Uh, Subway Series is still on. Yeah, but they're going to have to – I mean, Scherzer, I guess, is going to pitch this weekend. Hopefully he's okay. But, you know, it's the middle of June, or actually the end of June. No Jacob deGrom. Carrasco walked off the other day. McGill's hurt. They're going to have to go out. I think they're going to get Frankie Montes from – the A's. I think that's who they're going to go get, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Steve. Hey, it's great talking to you. All right, Tony. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Mike, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, on your question, I agree with Horford, and I agree with Maxwell. A lot of people probably don't want to even remember him or recognize him, you know, because he's persona non grata. And the third guy is the guy you should know because he played for your New York Knicks is David Lee. He had a tremendous career. He had a good career. He had a solid career. Yes, wasn't a superstar, but a solid career, no doubt. And that and there's a lot of guys like that, you know, David Lee, Chandler Parsons, uh, Mike Miller had a, certainly a long career. But yeah, he he's an, he's a, a a good choice. Yeah, yeah, you can throw Matt Bonner in there too. Yep, exactly. He had a long career in the NBA too. And on the NBA draft, I've seen a lot of stuff today on, on different outlets that, once again, the Magic blew it. I mean, 
yeah, the guy from Duke is a good player, but, you know, rightly or wrongly, if you look at it, Duke players have not transitioned well at all from college into the NBA. It's taken Jason Tatum a couple of years. I think it's the, I forget the guys on the Knicks, but basically Duke players really don't translate well, and a lot of people think they should have taken Smith. Well, I mean, a lot of people thought the matcher were going to take Smith, and they didn't take him. So, I mean, look, I get it, but I think what people miss in a draft, I really do believe this, is player X might be the best player. Most people think Holmgren is the best player in the draft for whatever the reason, okay? Well, but if you have a player on your team that sort of fits that role, then you have to make a decision. Do I draft him, trade the other guy? You know, what do I do? Right? Well, look, I I think Banchero is a good pick for them. Um, we'll see how it pans out because if Holmgren or Smith really blossom and he is just, you know, a good player, well then it's gonna get criticized. So well, you know, it's gonna take a while for this to pan out. Yeah, I didn't really peruse the draft, but uh, where did Nemhard get drafted? He was the uh, first pick of the second round. Two. Ah, uh, that's a good. I just I just saw that. I want to say Milwaukee, but I don't think that's right. But anyway, I'll find it. But he's first pick of the second round. That's kind of surprising because I mean he's a good player, but you know he just he didn't have a great shot. He's not. He's not. You can't create his own shot in the NBA. That's what it's all about these days. Is 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 being able to create your own shot. Well, but you're missing something, okay, in my opinion. You you look at a player, especially when you start looking second round, Mike, and what role can that player fit on a team, okay? I mean, how many real impact players are there in the second round? So you start looking at guys in the second round to fill a need. I think Nemhard in the league – can be a very good backup point guard that can play, you know, 10, 12 minutes a game. And for a second-round pick, if he fits that bill, that's going to be a good pick. All righty. Thanks a lot, Steve. Mike, I appreciate you. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Byron, get right to you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Time is running out on the hottest finance offer of the year at IDC. Now through June 30th, you can get five years zero interest financing on practically anything and everything. A $10,000 handcrafted Takori ring comes to around $167 a month. So you can splurge and go big. Think about it. You pay nothing. Zero, nada in interest for five whole years. Wedding bands for just 40 bucks a month. Stud earrings just $30 a month. Don't miss this amazing offer. But hurry, it ends June 30th at International Diamond Center. Interest rates may be rising elsewhere, but not at International Diamond Center. Now through June 30th, you can get zero interest for five whole years. That's right. You buy now and spread your payments out over five years without a dime in interest. Only IDC can make an offer like this on rings, earrings, pendants, bands, designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Just one tiny catch. This is a limited time offer and it absolutely ends June 30th. Five years, zero interest financing with nothing down at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. Unapproved credit.
Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. This Independence Day, the Boston Pops Fireworks Spectacular is back in Boston. Presented by Bloomberg and Eaton Vance. Join conductor Keith Lockhart with special appearances by Shaka Khan. Javier Colon. And Heather Headley. Watch and listen Monday, July 4th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Bloomberg Television, Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg.com, Bloomberg Quick Take, and the Bloomberg Business App. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. An excessive heat warning is in effect along the nature coast today. Heat advisories in effect farther inland and east. Feels like temperatures today across the nature coast could get up to 115 degrees. It'll be dangerously hot for several hours. By the evening, strong thunderstorms are expected to develop across interior north central Florida. Damaging winds and frequent lightning will be possible from the strongest storms. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max to a festival in her town. I embarrassed my daughter, who's about to turn four in October. I couldn't win at any of the, you know, the shooting basketball games. So it became a little bit embarrassing as people were walking around like, oh, hey, Jay, love the show. You know, you were one hell of a player. And a couple of guys that made their shot, they got no form. The ball's hitting all these other, like, other rims, bouncing going. I couldn't make a damn shot. He bend the rim. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Brain cramp. Pacers, I knew that, I just cramped. But let me read you uh, about Nemhard from a CBSSports.com. Kyle Boone wrote this. Nemhard has good positional size, reliable shooter and distributor who can play both on and off the ball, making him a safe selection. His lack of explosiveness and ability to separate may keep him from taking over as a starting caliber player, but his production could help him stick as a depth piece on a Pacers team that needs more point guard talent in the pipeline. That's what a second-round choice is. So you got a chance to stick. Byron Jr., hello. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I want to talk about – you were talking about the three um, NBA players from the Gators, the best. I'm with you with um, Bernie Maxwell. Okay. Um, I'm with you second with Al Horford. But I like um, – 
Joakim Noah as the third. Okay. I could be wrong. I think I thought he might have won MVP of the league or um, for defense. I mean, defensive player of the league one time. Oh, when um, Noah was in his prime and not yeah. hurt, really good player. He, yeah, I thought he. I was going to say it. Then I do want to say he might have was up for MVP of the league too. And um, Derrick Rose might have got hurt when they was going against Boston. Him and um, him and Garnett kept getting into a lot of little riffle. But I want to say he might have even was up for MVP of the league too. So I, I would go with like. Joe Kim North would be like the third best Gator player. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, Byron. Thank you. And we go to Byron number two. Byron, what's up? <laughs> Steve, you know my son called me about this topic. So we listen, and that that is my son. Oh, too. okay. He's a barber, yeah, in Gainesville. So uh, a cheap plug if you need the best haircut in Gainesville. A lot of gay players go there. Uh, okay. uh, Boomy is his nickname. So, uh, all right, let me get on the sports. But, Steve, I'm going to go ahead and agree with my son. It's amazing. How could I do it? Vernon Maxwell, Joe Kim Noah, and Al Horford. Now, I, I, I will say Mike Miller, Udonis Haslam, uh, uh, Brett bon, um, I mean Bonner, and uh, some other ones with some good guys. But uh, those are my favorites, and I think you can tell why. Cause that's the household favorites right here. And, uh, Steve, on the draft, you know, you have some of the best callers. And Mike, I, I never give him a lot of shout-out. He just messed me up because I thought that I was hoping the Magic drafted someone good. But given that Duke scenario he gave, he's scaring me. So I won't even get into the Magic drafting because we're so atrocious with it. But I just hope it works out. And uh, last, Steve, I want to shout-out to a, a coming-up player for the Gators, Bradley Beal. And uh, on the quarterback thing, Steve, a young lady called and asked why nobody comments on the Deshaun Wynn thing. Steve, I just want to try Deshaun to explain Watson, it to him if mean. I can. Deshaun Watson, yeah. Um, Steve, it's 20 women he's settled with. He's guilty, and four is still holding out. I, I don't know what the thing needs to be done legally, but, Steve, I'm just tired of hearing about it. If he's guilty and he's done it, kick him out the league, give him a fine, Let's play football if they're going to play it in Cleveland. But I'm just sick of Deshaun winning that mess. Thank you, Steve. Go Gators. All right, Byron, thank you. Uh, 3928255. JG says uh, Napier's done okay. Give him a B. Keeping pace with Cristobal, but not with Jimbo and the elite teams. Bring Chris to the show. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about was recruiting. Um you know, it does look like uh, the structure that Napier has brought in uh, with, like, hiring an army of people, getting super detailed, is getting us in the conversation for some of these players. But, like, there's not only the elite teams that are ahead of us, but then there's other comparable first-year coaches uh, at their program who are ahead of us. And then the teams that we should be competing with in that Tier 2, Tier 3 range, Tennessee, Auburn, LSU – those teams are all ahead of us. And the conversation among recruitniks and people sort of, quote, in the know is that Florida is very nervous about NIL legalities and is playing behind the eight ball for all these other teams. That, it, as usual, people would rather be careful than be aggressive. And I just wanted to hear what you had to say about that. I'll hang up and listen. Okay, Thanks. Chris, thank you. Um, it's funny, that was going to be my one o'clock topic. Because if you go on message boards and you go to social media, um, there is that school of thought that, you know, Florida is being very cautious and careful in terms of, you know, NIL and, you know, what's going to happen. Well, 
if that surprises you, then you don't know history. Florida's always been like that. Always. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But that's how they've been. And, you know, I think the thing that's interesting to me, if you look at the 23 recruiting rankings, you know, just I just use 24-7, it, it's funny. I wonder what Alabama fans are thinking today. Because in the top 10, there's only two SEC teams, Georgia and Arkansas. That's it. So is Alabama's fan base freaking out? I don't know. I mean, I get it. Minnesota is 13th. But you have to take a closer look. Minnesota has 15 three-star players. Well, that's why, because they have 16 recruits, that, that's why they're ranked where they are. Tennessee. Now, they only have 10 commits, but they've got a five-star and four four-stars. So if you go by that, okay. But, again, Oklahoma, 37. Florida, or Alabama, 38. Florida, 40. LSU, 41. Miami, 42. They're barely ahead of Vanderbilt. So you wonder if those fan bases are freaking out. I don't know. But I'm not quite – I think most Gator fans – let me throw this out, okay? I think most Gator fans right now would give Billy Napier a grade of B. If you differ from that, either better or worse, let me know. But I, I just don't – maybe somebody who is a real recruit, Nick, or a message board type can call me and tell me what the hell the angst is. What, what is it? What's got people wigged out at this point in Billy Napier's tenure? Okay? Because, again, Mario Cristobal, if he gets you know, the, the quarterback, great. That's going to help Miami, but again, I just they're they're forty something in recruiting. So I want somebody who really. That's why I had Blake on yesterday from twenty four seven Sports to kind of give his thoughts on this and where Florida was. But I want to hear from fans that are really into this, okay? That are into recruiting and into the message boards, and let me know why there is the angst that there is and. You know, I don't think it was coincidence either that this open letter from Billy Napier was all of a sudden put out there. I think there was a reason behind it. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, uh, Harold emails and he says, uh, Steve, have people forgotten about Neil Walk? Uh, he was a pretty darn good NBA player, even though he played a long time ago. Yes. Um, he would get consideration from me. Uh, really good player in the NBA. But, again, a lot of people. And remember how 
white chocolate. Remember Jason Williams? He's almost an afterthought now. It's interesting. Uh, Patrick is next. Patrick, hello. Hey, Steve. Good afternoon. How are you? Hey, good. Good. So I... Um listening and you were asking you want to hear from those message board folks and yeah. scrutinics and i'm one of those okay and good. um i mean i'm not going to say there's there's some individuals that go into great great detail and you hear them in these sports blogs but i pay attention and i can honestly say you know i don't know if it's the angst is really napier that is the problem i think what we're hearing a lot of is again the cautiousness of yes. the administration of mm-hmm. the university and in past history will show that the problem that everybody's freaking out about is that one you know we were in it because of what billy napier has brought the structure the infrastructure i should say that he's bringing in and some of the great things he did with the housing and with the parking that's catching recruits attention and we're getting a lot of five and four stars visiting us. And at some point we were, what we would say would be in the lead or neck and neck at the top with a lot of these teams. And now we're seeing some of these elite prospects waiting it out, getting better deals and then committing somewhere else. There was recently a a couple a five-star recruit that just committed to Georgia. There was another five-star that was in for us. That's originally from Florida that decided that, you know what, I'm not going to put Florida in our top five. And those kids were really into us just a few months ago. And then we lose, and then the quarterback situation, quarterback being the number one, um, you know, need for a position for the future and for any recruiting program, if we don't land this five-star quarterback, there's really nobody else out there that is – remotely close to the level of some of these guys like Arch Manning and the Nico guy at Tennessee and the Jaden Rashada that's, you know, mm-hmm. supposedly leading to Miami. Right. We're missing the boat on some of these guys, and we think it is because of NIL that we don't want to play ball with what some of these other elite teams are, and we don't want to risk it. And, like, right now, everybody's risking it because it is really just an open – it's open game. You know, it's open season. Do whatever you can with NIL. And we're not willing to play ball um, like uh, like these other teams are doing right now. And it's frustrating because now these top kids that we thought we were in on that came in and were interested in us are now, you know what, I'm going to look elsewhere. Florida's just not coming to the table like I thought they would. That's what I've been hearing a lot of. And and that's also what I see on message boards and what uh, a lot of the angst is when it comes to uh, football fans who, you know, think the same thing that you do. Uh, but like I said, if if that is um, surprising, and you kind of hit on it, and I said it earlier, that's been Florida's history. Florida does not jump into the into the cold water. They wait to see how warm that water is going to be before they jump in. Generally speaking, so we'll see if it pans out. We'll see if it pans out. My concern is is that. You know, this NIL thing is moving so fast, so quickly that it's going to put Florida behind. And it's not about anymore about, and this is what we've been preaching, oh, we're top five in academics. You know, we're in the SEC. These kids don't care about that stuff anymore because they're getting paid. Right. And it's now the number one reason why I'm going to such and such schools because they're paying me. And they're going to pay me a lot of money, and Florida's not willing to do that. And we could fall behind drastically, and then the fan base 
will get even more frustrated, and there's going to be a lot of toxicity, a lot of noise, and that's going to fall on Napier eventually. I don't think it's Napier. It's not Napier. We know he's a good recruiter, but this is a different animal now, and the administration needs to start playing ball too. I think they're giving him the resources from an infrastructure standpoint. They're not giving him what he needs to get these kids here. Okay. And that's the problem. All right. Patrick, good call. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. And I think he kind of says and summarizes what a lot of people are thinking. Dequarius, get right to you. I'll tell you what, get him real quick. Dequarius, go ahead. I don't want to keep you waiting. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, doing okay. All right. First time caller. Um, Yeah, what do you got? This is what I want to say about you, Will. One minute you get fans' hopes up because. You send the coach out, and he says, NIL will be a strength for UL. Then he turns around and get asked again about it, and he says, we won't get in the bidding wars. Stop putting it like we're going to be uh, – like we're going to use NIL for recruiting as a stronghold, and then when it get hectic, you say, we're not going to be it. Just, just call it what it is. UF is not willing to – compete for national titles anymore. That's how I look at it. They're not willing to do what it takes to compete to get the program where it needs to be to win a national title. They are fine with the TV money and being second in, uh, second or third in the East. That's how I look at it. They not, they don't want to be a national title or win a team anymore. Okay. I appreciate your call, Aquarius. Thank you. And uh, call again. 1247, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Interesting conversation, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things, hike and bike and swim and run, but you can't do that if you have joint pain because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. But I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right, 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch, available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? 
a life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, with the RUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Mark says the angst from fans is due to the fact that UF a month ago was crystal balled by many paid recruiting analysts to receive a commitment from some very highly rated recruits. In just the past few weeks, those same recruits have committed elsewhere or their crystal balls changed to a different school. Yeah, and many believe because of NIL. PG, hello. Hey, man, how you doing? Okay. All right, so the caller right before the break, I... Pretty much is going to say very similar things, so I'll just move on from that. But I agree with him, um, and I think a lot of fans feel that way. It's changed so fast. I think Napier and staff are organized and, and trying to figure this thing out. My question for you is that it was pretty clear in the NCAA with the NCAA, which we can argue that another time on their power right now. But they did say as a group, they even dwindled down the rules. NIL cannot be used by the school. I don't know how hard it is to prove that, um, but you got dads out here openly shopping, and I'm not saying that's wrong, uh, you know, on Twitter and, and social media. My question is, if these schools, which we're starting to see more and more of this happening, um, get caught for that, now, could the repercussion be the player is ineligible? Because I'm not so sure the school can be penalized. With like, you know, you look at LSU basketball, it goes down the line. I'm, do you think that's that's something that can happen there? <sighs> Trying to predict, PG, what's going to happen with all of this is uh, impossible. Now, you know, if you remember. Um, there were some basic rules that were put down, but I think you have to understand that schools per se can't do this. 
right? And so right. that's why the boosters or whatever you want to call them, you know, are involved in this. And Florida has always been um, cautious when it comes to this. I think you're starting to see this now. Uh, and in the short term, that isn't helping. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But it's just changed so fast, even yes. in a couple months. I mean, it's just, yeah, and this is the first time you're seeing it, so there's no precedent. You can't really go back and say, okay, this is what we should do, or looking forward. But I could see that happening. I could see the SEC stepping in, and, and if they can, if it's egregious, um, something like that i could see a penalty like that but anyway that's all i got man i'm enjoying listening appreciate okay, it okay thank you pg it's really um a good topic and remember if you remember the sec commissioner i believe the pac-12 commissioner too went to congress to see if they could get you know something legislatively done and uh forget it now in May, I, I want to make, because I think people forget this, that's when the NCAA's board of directors gave new guidelines, okay? They said boosters, boosters should not have contact with the athletes, their family members, or anybody who might be representing them. Okay, so does that mean collective? Well, to some people, it does. Because those collectives are offering money to go to a school. Now, if somebody is a lawyer or if somebody has really intimate knowledge of this, please feel free to correct me. But as I understand it, if boosters or collectives who contact recruits or sign them to contracts that are uh, contingent on that player going to a particular school, that's against the rules. Now, how do you prove it? What kind of sanctions do you do? Do you do it retroactively? I think it's very difficult to do that retroactively. Okay? So, those are the rules, as I understand it, that have been set forward. Okay? I guess now, this, what this boils down to, what the hell is a booster? What's the definition of a booster? And look, Billy Napier has come out and said we're not going to you know, get into a bidding war, but I, I think coaches are trying to find out, you know, what can we do? And there are some places that are just saying, you know what, we're going to do it, and if we have to do something retroactively, eh, okay. That's... Again, that's the the problem. There is so much gray in this, okay? Um, and I, I, I don't know. Now, 
the other thing is there's different laws in different states. Some states had NIL laws, some didn't, right? Two dozen states, it may have changed from when this was announced in May, but the laws prohibit schools and the NCAA from punishing athletes for accepting the money from a third party, okay? Now, what happens then? Well, what about the kids in states without laws? What happens there? So, I, I, look, I, I don't know. All I know is, and we continue, we'll continue this in the second hour, DeQuarius made it very clear. His call said he feels as a fan Florida's not ready to compete in this world. Okay? So we'll see. But clearly, clearly, I mean, when a coach comes out like Ryan Day did and say, we need at least $13 million to keep the roster we have, I mean, what is that? I mean, think of that. He's saying to the university, to the boosters, to the fans, to the businesses, this is what we need to compete. Well, is Florida doing that? I think that's the question some of the fan base is asking today. And look, I see the angst because many people have said this already, that there were athletes who were definitely looking at Florida, happy with the way Billy Napier had done his business, and all of a sudden, see ya. More on this in Hour 2, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. 
outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. I was just talking to Seth about all this stuff and my music played. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome into hour two of Sports Scene for this Friday. Michael producing today. Good first hour. Uh, if you're just tuning in, where you been? No, glad you're here. Um, NBA draft. Uh, any thoughts about that? Uh, today I've asked, who are the three Gator basketball players that have made the most impact in the NBA? Okay. And some really good choices here. Um, and a lot of our conversation today has been about uh, recruiting NIL um, and the open letter that Billy Napier wrote and the angst among many Gator fans who are uh, big-time recruitniks because the belief is that Florida's losing recruits because they're not ponying up the money uh, that other schools are doing. So, uh, and by the way, bottom of the hour, I'm going to talk a little MLB. Dwayne Stats, play-by-play voice of the Tampa Bay Rays, will be here. But for now, we'll take your calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget tonight, Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals, Lightning and the Avalanche. We'll have it at 730. Then tomorrow, we'll have the Rays as they play the Pirates. And then the College World Series will be here Saturday and Sunday. Saturday at 6.45, Sunday at 2.45. Let's bring Austin on. Austin, welcome. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Okay. Good. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to comment on this NIL discussion. Um, you know, in looking at the letter uh, that Billy Napier re- uh, wrote, I think that, you know, he's just trying to more so plead to Gator Nation because, like, he's trying, he's doing all he can do. And I think part of it is he thinks he might not have the funds, you know, to go after all these recruits and, that's just sort of my take on it because, you know, he can do all the recruiting, but if the, if the money and the resources aren't there, you know, then we'll have a bunch of issues. So what, do you think that has anything to do with it, or am I just way off on that? No, I don't think you're way off. Um, I, I think, you know, this, this letter, I believe, is in response, at least in part, to social media and what's out there. Um, you know, if Florida loses this – quarterback to Miami. Florida's had some players that uh, were certainly impressed uh, by Florida. You know, what Napier was selling. Um, if you, you know, so, some of the seven-on-seven seven stuff that's been here, 
some of the people who have been here have, have talked about how well run it is, you know, all of that, you know, what he's done with parking, what he's done with the lodging, what he's done with the meals, that resonated. Well, then some of these players all of a sudden said, eh, not Florida. Well, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why. So I think that's where the angst is. Right, I would agree. And, I mean, I think, like I said, I think that's more on us and Gator Nation, you know, trying to provide those resources and getting the boosters to pony up the money and stuff for it. Well, it's bigger than that because I think the issue becomes, uh, Austin, what is Florida's role in this? You know, Florida has historically always been very close to the vest when it comes to, you know, skirting the NCAA ever since, you know, the Charlie Pell era probation stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Florida's always been, you know, erring on the side of caution. And I think they're doing that now, and that's got some fans worried. Right. And I mean, and I just response to that, and I'll take it off there after that, is just sort of, you know, I'd rather, you know, run a clean program than a dirty program, and we'll see what happens. All right, thank okay, you, Okay, Austin, thank you. I think in this case, though, it's not clean or dirty. I think it's, do you, do you take a chance and do what some of these other schools are doing? Daryl says, Saturday night, September 3, recruiting an NIL will be the last thing on my mind. Uh, Utah will be on his mind. That's true, and I've said that. Come September 3, when I'm doing the postgame show, it won't be, wow, how about the NIL? It won't be that. Okay? But I will tell you that if Florida can't get the top recruits, that will be on fans' minds. Because if you go to that game and you can't compete, that's going to be on your mind. He's also pulling for Ole Miss to win the Men's College World Series. Me too. Me too. Um, We'll see how they do. BB says, for the NBA, Chandler Parsons, Neil Walk, Vernon Maxwell. He said, got to let the dust and rules get a gel on NIL. Coach already said if memory serves, he's not going to go out and buy players. I believe we've hired a coach of integrity. The grade is A. In conclusion... Does anybody believe no uncertainty exists that the city and the coaches were the sole reasons Arch Manning committed to Texas, which along with A&M has supposedly displayed some dubious NIL methods? Reality or not, a 5 million number was floating around ever since Texas got listed with Alabama and Georgia as the top schools for Arch. Frankly, our school is trying to do NIL right. Well, see, that right there, is the crux of this. There are some fans who think, be cautious, don't do something you're going to be you know, sorry for later and have it be a longer-term effect. And other fans are saying, well, hell, these other schools are doing it. We should be out there doing this. And, okay, if they do something, well, all right. So that's the dilemma here, isn't it? To me, that is. <clears throat> Don emails noah parsons miller for his nba players uh jack jason williams mike miller al horford if you're just tuning in i asked today give me the three gator basketball players that you think have done the best in the nba not their college careers 
for what they've done in the NBA. Okay? All right. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. You know, look, I hope people understand this about my stance on social media. It's here, and it has good parts. It has bad parts. And you can, you know, say or just about whatever you want on social media, and sometimes it gets magnified. But there's no question, no question there's some people in the fan base that are upset. And, again, think about what I'm going to say here, okay, in, in the landscape of two years ago. They're upset because they're losing players that are getting paid. Think of that, right? Who would have thought that two, three years ago? But Monday, you know what? I'm a big believer in history. I was a history minor here at Florida. I'm going to read you something on Monday, if I can remember to bring it. Um, every once in a while, I have old magazines that I keep. And, you know, I'm sitting there having a bite to eat. I'll pick out the magazine and read something. I'm going to read you something from the 80s. The 80s. About recruiting. About cheating. And you're going to think it's from right now. It's amazing when I read it. It was like, holy smokes. So, I mean, sometimes you think things change. They sometimes don't. Uh, Rick emails. Steve, I follow recruiting very closely, and I agree with what a lot of your callers have said today. It's pretty amazing that these kids come here like the new facility, like what Napier's doing, love the coaching staff, love everything, and all of a sudden Florida's out of their list. Why? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. Well, that's, yeah. So let's keep hearing from you, your thoughts about this, anything else you want to bring up, you can. And again, Dwayne Stats from uh, Tempe Rays, their broadcaster, does a great job calling the games will be with us at the uh, bottom of the hour. Let me get to uh, one more email here. Bob, um, he says, Steve, I want to get away from this talk and talk a little MLB. Said, uh, who do you, if you had to pick a world, oh my gosh. He said, if you had to pick a World Series, who would you pick right now? Yankees, Dodgers, I would say. But remember, injuries between now and, you know, the end of the year. And, you know, what you also have to remember, when you get into a short series, right, and you have top-of-the-line pitching, that can sometimes negate a good offensive team in a short series. So I'm just giving you that top of my head but what's the matchup? Who's playing well? You know, all of that. Um, so, and by the way, women's basketball, Kim Mulkey just got to LSU. Um, Michaela Williams, 
who was the number one women's basketball recruit in the class of 2023, commits to LSU. Now, she's from Louisiana. Um, but did anybody think that when Kim Mulkey went to LSU that they wouldn't be immediately good? They were last year. Um, but they've not been to the Final Four since 2008. LSU hasn't. Uh, and remember... For as nice a year as Mulkey had last year, they lost, I think, in the second round. I think. First or second. Uh, I think they won a game in the so second round. Um, so, you know, by Kim Mulkey standards, if you go to Baylor, you know, that's not acceptable. But um, they had a bunch of seniors leave, and she's already gone in the transfer portal, and uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with with Florida. 114 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Been telling you for a while now about Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. You know, he's come up with a program exclusively for his sellers. And it allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home without having to worry about anything. That's right. With fewer homes on the market than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of the offers, frankly, don't get accepted. Well, you don't have to worry about this and experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or risk owning Two homes, which is not something you want to do. So Scott Caldwell's trade-in and trade-up program helps that because sellers never find themselves stuck and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has buyers, thousands of them. They create higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money in your pocket. So trade-in and trade-up with Scott Caldwell. This could be the right program for you. Call them and find out. 352-209-0000. 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, <laughs> even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? <sighs> all blocked, thanks to advanced security. Included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply.
Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things. Hike and bike and swim and run. But you can't do that if you have joint pain. Because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. But I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. And get your life back. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Wow, thank you. See that? I got, yeah, thank you for that. Okay. I'll finish this about 2028, but okay. Um, thank you. All right. Uh, Chuck says, you done us has them as a few rings. That's true. But I also said three, Chuck, not one. But that's okay. Um, all right. Before we hear um, from Dwayne Stats, play-by-play voice of the Tampa Bay Rays, We'll take your calls, questions, comments, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Um, I don't know how many people um, – oh, let me get one more email here. I'm sorry. Peter says, uh, Steve, I know you've talked a little bit about golf and uh, the live and all of that. What do you think the end result of this is going to be? Boy. Peter, if I knew that, uh, I'll give you the short-term end result. It's already kind of out there. The PGA has 
really had its way because it was the basically the only game in town. Well, whether you like to live or you don't, whether you think the Saudi money is dirty money or not, it is money. And players have gone for the money, period. That, that's what this is, okay? So in the short term, the PGA has revamped some of its tournaments, and the PGA is offering more money in those tournaments, Peter. So they have, as best as they can, responded to this. But what the end result is going to be, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Now, here's the question, though, Peter, I would have. Let's just say in two years, live goes away for whatever the reason. It goes away. Are these guys going to go, please take me back. Please take me back. If you're the PGA, and maybe that's a question I, I would ask of you, if you're a golf fan, would you take them back? Would you take them back? If this league folded in two years and they want to come back, would you take them? The, um, the nice guy in me would say, sure. Again, history, right? If you played in the USFL, you go back to the NFL, right? So why not here? This is what live as a league, right? If you want to classify it as that. So these golfers are going to another league. And so if the league folds, then, you know, could you come back and play in the other league? Maybe so. Because I think the PGA would be stupid not to. You want the best players in the world playing for you. It enhances you. And after a while, will anybody really care if they come back that they played in that? They won't care. But, Peter, that's a great question. Thank you for that email. Uh, let's see here. Max. Uh, he says, oh, he's got, i tell you what, today the Gator basketball question has resonated. Um, it's been good. He says, um, see, this is a very difficult question that you ask to narrow it down to three. I'm a bit older, and I, like you, remember Neil Walk. My three would be Neil Walk, Vernon Maxwell, and Bradley Beal. I mean, Bradley Beal, good player. And uh, once again, how do you, how do you measure it? Um, I think you could ask five different people, and they would give you, you know, five different answers. What's happening now? I thought would happen today earlier. There's today is just a day when there isn't, you know, a whole lot going on. Uh, with with Dwayne Stats coming on though, I do want to tell you, I think this is the weekend, isn't it, where um, Freddie Freeman comes back to Atlanta. I'm sure Braves fans will give him a rousing, rousing. Ovation. That game, yeah, it is. To, it is this weekend. It's tonight. 
So uh, you would think that would work. Um, and I hope, I hope they do. I, and again, I've never interviewed Freddie Freeman. I would think he didn't really want to go. But, you know, again, when you're, when you're in a business, when you're a professional player, your window to make money is X, right? And sometimes you can sacrifice some dollars to stay where you want to stay. But again, as I've said about the live tournament, other things, it's about money. We all work. Hopefully we like our jobs, but in the end, want to get paid for them, right? That's the whole idea. All right, Porter will talk to us, and then Dwayne Stats will join us. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve, a quick question. Are you uh, are you, are you going to have uh, Barry Melrose on at some point? And is there a way to, for callers to maybe submit questions in advance to ask uh, ask him? Um, I've got a couple of questions that you know, he's about the only person I know who could answer them, so that would be great. Um, well, I had Barry Melrose on right before I left. Um, I tried to get him today, but there was a show he had to do, and if the Avalanche win, it'll be a moot point. Yeah, well, hopefully that's not going to happen. But I, yeah, anyway, I just just a thought. Um, as far as the the, the live, I, I'm the same thing. You know, if anybody tries to tries to you know criticize them, you turn it around perfectly. You know, <laughs> what would you do if someone raised that money in front of you? I, 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 I you can't you can't say you wouldn't take the money. So I don't think blaming the athletes for for the golfers for doing that makes any sense. Um, as far as the PGA letting them, I, I don't see why they wouldn't let them back in. Like you say, if if they don't then all that does is encourage somebody else to try out some competitive league and maybe do it better if, 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 if live, you know, were to, were to fail and go belly up and, and uh, they don't take them back. That would be the natural thing is for somebody to try again. So I don't see that it's in their interests in any way to do that. But um, I don't know. I, 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 it's an interesting topic because everybody tends to be for the athletes, and yet for some reason now um, – I, 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 people seem to be more, a little more critical of, critical of them, and I guess maybe that's just because of where the money's coming from. But yep, that's part of it, part. I think. I think that's part of it. All right, Steve. Okay, Thanks, Steve. Porter, thank you. I think that's part of it. And, and look, I want to make this clear. When I said that we all work for money, we do, okay? But there's also integrity involved, right? If, and I'm going to be, you know, if, if I got offered a job at a place with a lot more money, but it was kind of shady, well, do I have enough integrity to say I'm going to stay here and not take that easy money because it is shady? And again, where the money is coming from is the shady part in all of that. Dwayne Stats going to talk Tempe Rays baseball next. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you, you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you, will, you will be treated both professionally and personally. 
so to the extent that um, you won't you won't look for another practice uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where you, the moment you enter into it I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here they, they become patients forever this is dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com that's exceptionaldentistry.com pump it up this summer literally Underinflated tires can overheat and endanger lives. Whether you're driving across town or across Florida, make sure your tires are properly inflated, damage-free, and have adequate tread depth. The trip to your destination can be half the fun, so take your time and enjoy the ride. The Florida Highway Patrol reminds you to slow down and stay cool this summer. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Visit flhsmv.gov for more information. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Time is running out on the hottest finance offer of the year at IDC. Now through June 30th, you can get five years zero interest financing on practically anything and everything. A $10,000 handcrafted Takori ring comes to around $167 a month. So you can splurge and go big. Think about it. You pay nothing. Zero, nada in interest for five whole years. Wedding bands for just 40 bucks a month. Stud earrings, just $30 a month. Don't miss this amazing offer. But hurry, it ends June 30th at International Diamond Center. Interest rates may be rising elsewhere, but not at International Diamond Center. Now through June 30th, you can get zero interest for five whole years. That's right. You buy now and spread your payments out over five years without a dime in interest. Only IDC can make an offer like this on rings, earrings, pendants, bands, designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Just one tiny catch. This is a limited time offer and it absolutely ends June 30th. Five years, zero interest financing, but nothing down at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point on approved credit. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. An excessive heat warning is in effect along the nature coast today. Heat advisories in effect farther inland and east. Feels like temperatures today across the nature coast could get up to 115 degrees. It'll be dangerously hot for several hours. By the evening, strong thunderstorms are expected to develop across interior north central Florida. Damaging winds and frequent lightning will be possible from the strongest storms. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. If Steph Curry is a top 10 all-time player, who are you oh, taking God. down? Here we go. Yep. You love lists. I hate lists. <laughs> yeah, but this is where, you know, you tend to diminish somebody's resume. Because you have to to put somebody in above them. And we're just the guys to do it. Well. <laughs> the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Tampa Bay Rays are 37 and 32. Just 3 and 7, though, in their last 10. And they'll start a series with the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. And the longtime play by play voice of the Rays, Dwayne Stats, joins us here. We always get him on a couple times either talk Rays baseball. Dwayne, good to have you back. Thanks for doing this. It's great to be with you. How are you? I'm doing well, Dwayne. Thank you. Um, the first thing that kind of sticks out to me about the Rays is the amount of injuries. I, I mean, maybe you can go back and look at a year where they've had as many, what, 70 games into the year, but they, they've had their share of injuries, haven't they? Yeah, it, it's hard to imagine. I, when, when you and they, and they open the season with some pretty good arms out of the bullpen on the list. So, uh, you know, you're going Nick Anderson, um, Chargo, uh, uh, Sh- uh, Chirinos, Fairbanks. Um, you've got the Fire Ison, uh, not to mention Glass now. Now Kittrich is on. I mean, th- those are just, and I'm, I'm losing a couple guys there. But, oh, Patino and Rasmussen. So when you look at all of those arms, that's a whole pitching staff. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and a full bullpen and a couple of guys out of the rotation. So uh, that has been a major issue. It's still pretty amazing that the pitching has been as good as it's been when you think about all of those arms that are missing. And we haven't even talked about position players and so forth. And I think the other thing in the division, Dwayne, I mean, the Yankees have been ungodly, you know, through 70 games. But, you know, Toronto, Boston's been resurgent. Even Baltimore is better. I mean, the entire division seems better, right? Yeah. You know, the American League East had a long-time reputation of being a tough division. And then you had a couple teams down for a few years. The Orioles really struggled. But you're right, Toronto – they are outstanding. They have a lot of depth and a lot of firepower, uh, and they have something to prove that they can actually, you know, finish off a, a, a run and get to the postseason and play well. And I think that motivates them as well. And and in the middle of all of this, with the Rays, uh, all of the injuries to pitchers and a couple key position guys. And I, I think what we've seen is this is a team that's built on pitching pitching depth and so the pitching has kept you know the their heads above water but where they can ill afford to lose anybody is position players and offense and they you know they lose a a big bat in uh, Brandon Lau with the low back problem and we'll see how that turns out it's still I I think up in the air as to when his return is going to be and how good he could be you know those lower back issues uh, are, are, cont- are problems to contend with. And then they lose Wander Franco, who may be back, could be back in this series with Pittsburgh coming up. If things go well tonight, there's a chance he could maybe play the last game or two of the Pittsburgh series. Otherwise, I think if things fall into place, he'll be back then the first of next week. Uh, so they can ill afford to lose offense. And the other thing that's been uh, kind of surprising about this team, you know, they've made a lot of mistakes on the bases, and they've made mistakes defensively. And that has, for years, been a strength you know, to go along with pitching. So it, it has been an interesting year from that perspective. Uh, there's still great effort. I think they still feel that uh, while the Yankees uh, seem to be running away with the division, and you know they have a chance to have one of the best seasons in Yankee history not Mm -hmm. only this year but with that club but I think the Rays still feel 
that uh, if if they could get a couple of guys back and then get straightened away in terms of good fundamental play because the extra uh, team goes into the uh, into the playoffs in the wild card this year, they still think they're bona fide contenders for that. And you know there has been talk about uh, four of those teams, four playoff teams coming out of the East, which very easily could happen. You know, a guy that I don't think uh, is nationally known is Kevin Cash, and yet he's done a tremendous job as the manager of this team. What kind of a guy is he, Dwayne? He's the best, I'll tell you. He really is. Um, he, he's not a guy who necessarily seeks the limelight. You know, the uh, the manager sometimes has a higher profile than he does, but he um, he does a, a great job of uh, of integrating. You know, some of the, I mean, this team is known for pushing the boundaries in terms of redesigning what it takes to win a game and have a winning team. He's been, um, he's been open to that. I think he, he was around long enough uh, as a, as a player uh, in and out trying to make it, you know, he, he appreciates how difficult the game is. And he also has an appreciation, I think, for some of the traditional approaches, but uh, at the same time, he, he he certainly accepts and mixes in uh, more than uh, than a share of uh, you know the new way of looking at things and matchups and all of that. And I think if this team does get to the postseason, it will be because of a combination of the ability to mix and match. And uh, and he's he's doing everything I think a manager can do to make the moves, pull the levers, and do all of the things given all of the injuries that uh, he's faced. Dwayne Stats, our guest, play-by-play voice of the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays begin a series with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they'll be in for the weekend. Um, i got to ask you personal stuff here, Dwayne, because, you know, you've been around the game a long time. Uh, with all the rule changes, you know, now the league wants to muddy up the ball the same way and the shifts and all that. Are you a fan of a lot of these changes? Well, uh, in, so, in some cases, yes. Uh, I'm not a guy who, if you give me 10 changes, I'm going to accept all of them and say these are great. You know, I might look at two of them and go, you know, those are interesting changes. And the others, uh, they're going to have to um, either grow on me or, or prove that they make the game better. Here, here's my overall concern about what this new approach has done to the game. And I, I think it's, in other ways, done it to other sports. For example, uh, the NBA has great athleticism and tremendous athletes, but I like the game uh, a couple decades ago better than I like the game now. And I'm sort of like that with baseball. I, I, like, uh, I like more variables in a game. Um, I, I think what baseball has done um, is, is akin to what the NBA has done. They've sort of simplified the approach to the game and and as a result, you don't get as many moving pieces uh, that would allow athletes of varying skill sets um, to shine as opposed to like in baseball now. Baseball, and the biggest criticism I hear, well, it's either a strikeout or a home run. Right. Okay, well, that, that, that's what you're going to see. I think baseball misses two-to-one games, uh, great plays by the shortstop in the hole, Um, should you start the runner here? Should you use the stolen base? 
you know, the hit and run. Everybody's up there um, because batting average is no longer a preeminent number. A guy, you know, remember when Rob Deere used to hit 190, yeah, but he right. hit a bunch of home runs? Yeah. That was an anomaly. Yes. Now it's it's almost the rule, and I don't think it serves the game well. I, I just think whatever it is, whatever activity, whatever sport, um, you have to have variation in it. If you're going to watch a movie and you're going to watch the same plot every night, then at some point you're not going to continue to watch that same movie you know you might change some faces but when the storyline is the same it's not what you want and i think people love the unexpected uh they love um, the more variables in an activity uh and more variables in this case in a baseball game i think i, I think it's a better game that way and enjoyed by more and and so that's my concern that i I don't want to see the game be so one- or two-dimensional as it seems to be. And I think over time, that's, that's not a good uh, philosophy to uh, implement. Last thing for you, um, because he's a Gator, you know, Mike Zanino, I, he was hurt uh, two parts. What's his status and what's he meant to the pitching staff? Well, and, and I'm glad you mentioned him because he's, you know, he's had that uh, shoulder problem and we're – you know, we're hopeful to get him back. And, and here's a guy, see, this is a perfect example of a guy who could be, you know, a home run or a strikeout guy, because number one, what he does behind the plate is outstanding. He handles the pitching staff. They love to work with him. This he's a smart guy. And you can have a catcher with power might not hit for a lot of average, but he's, he's going to give you the power. Okay. I love that because he gives you a number of things. I just don't want seven or eight hitters in a lineup who are trying to hit home runs or strike out. And I, and, and I think traditionally we've seen that in the game for years. We've seen the value that Zanino brings first and foremost as a catcher. And then uh, the offensive side, he's a guy you can say, look, you go up there, you're a strong guy, and you can hit the ball a long way, and that's what we want you to do. And, and so if he winds up hitting 15, 20, 25 home runs and drives in 50 to 70 runs with the job he does behind the plate, he can hit 200 and be a very valuable member of this team. And, and they miss him right now. And, and we're hopeful that, uh, you know, that he can get back because he has been, he's been out since, um, well, about what the first uh, week, and a half of this this month, somewhere yeah. like that. So it's been a while. And, and uh, so... This is a severe thunderstorm warning. The National Weather Service in Jacksonville has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Northern Flagler County in northeastern Florida, South Central St. Johns County in northeastern Florida, Northeastern Marion County, Putnam County in northeastern Florida, until 2.15 p.m. At 1.39 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located near San Mateo, or near Andalusia, moving southwest at 10 miles per hour. Hazard, 60 miles per hour wind gusts. Source, radar indicated.
Impact. Expects damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include Palatka, Brunel, Crescent City, Interlaken, Pomona Park, East Palatka, Andalusia, Lake Galaxy, Fruitland, and Melrose Landing. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. Large hail and damaging winds and continuous cloud-to-ground lightning is occurring with this storm. Move indoors immediately. Lightning is one of nature's leading killers. Remember, if you can hear thunder, you are close enough to be struck by lightning. If on or near Crescent Lake or the St. John's River, get away from the water and move indoors or inside a vehicle. Remember, lightning can strike out to 15 miles from the parent thunderstorm. If you can hear thunder, you are close enough to be struck by lightning. Move to safe shelter now. Do not be caught on the water in the thunderstorm. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 2.15 p.m. for the following counties in Florida, Flagler, Marion, Putnam, and St. John's. For good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises, in fact their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all, they'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive, they'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Hey, North Central Florida, time to stop inflation. Polaris of Gainesville invites you to come to their pre-order Stop Inflation sales event. Buy now and save later. Get a jump on price increases. Inventory is low and hunting season is coming. So if you're looking for a specific Polaris ATV or Ranger off-road vehicle, the time is now to order. Lock in your price and assure yourself you'll get the ride you want. Don't wait. Pre-order your Polaris ATV or Ranger side-by-side -side at Polaris of Gainesville. Call to ask about the gas program. Good till June 30th. Or take advantage of free prep or free setup on all pre-orders. No deposit required. Avoid the inventory and supply chain issues. Pre-order now at Polaris of Gainesville Stop Inflation Sales Event. Going on now through June 30th. Get to Polaris of Gainesville now on North 441 in Alachua. Visit them online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Call dealer for details. Always wear a helmet. Never drink and ride. Promo in 630-2022.PolarisofGainesville.com. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. June is the month to make your pet green. Plastic isn't just harmful to the environment, but it can be harmful to your pets too. Don't buy dog and cat toys made out of plastic. Instead, look for toys made with natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. Even better, make toys out of old t-shirts, socks, or towels. Your dog or cat will love your upcycled toy just as much. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Mike says, hopes the new pro golf league folds and players that left the PGA lose millions. He never let them back. The PGA's built the game of golf, and these players have thrown it out the window for greed. Well, again, I'm beating a dead horse here, but greed, right? Sports is littered with leagues that have started up from parent leagues. In hockey, right? Remember the, was it the World Hockey League? I mean, they, they got good players to go to that. The ABA. Julius Irving played in the ABA. George Gervin played in the ABA. So, I mean, you know, just because you make more money doesn't mean you're greedy. But look, that's why you got to look in the mirror. If you if you're willing to play in a league that is going to offer you more money and in some cases a lot more money, okay. I mean that that that's certainly a uh, an individual choice. We have a little less than 10 minutes. Would love two or three calls to end the hour. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf.com. Here is the rundown of what you can hear this weekend. Tonight, will the Stanley Cup end? Will the finals end? The Avalanche can clinch if they can beat the Lightning. We'll have it for you at seven thirty tomorrow. As we just talked to Dwayne Stats, Rays and the Pirates, 1230. College World Series tomorrow, game one. Ole Miss, Oklahoma, 645. Sunday, game two. Or, uh, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, 245. And then Sunday night baseball, Cardinals and the Phillies at seven. And then Monday, which, by the way, is the first day of the new semester. Summer B starts on Monday here. Uh, if there's a Game 3 necessary in the College World Series, we'll have it for you at 645 from Omaha. So that is what is on the docket for you to listen to this weekend. And uh, some really good stuff. But we are getting into the real dog days. I mean, the... NBA Finals over. There's a chance the Stanley Cup Finals will be over tonight. That means you've got baseball. The College World Series will be over. So you got NFL training camps. Whatever, you know, Gator news may leak out from whatever. It's called vacations. Yeah, understand. 
All right, got a couple of emails here. Um, this is Edward. He said, Steve, I've listened to you for a long time. I have never emailed or never called, just not in my DNA. But I had to today when I listened to the first part of the show and heard about some of the fans on social media. I went on social media today, and you're right. The reaction is very, very strong. And I happen to agree with a lot of it. What's wrong with Florida? Why aren't they out in front of this NIL thing and trying to compete with the other schools that are? It makes me think, as a fan, we're not trying to win. Am I wrong? Ooh. (sighs) I mean, there's not a right or a wrong here, Edward. Some some schools, some administrations are going to push the envelope, okay? And we'll take a chance and do what we need to do, and if something happens, we'll deal with it. Other schools will say, we're not going down that road. We're not going to get involved in this until we see exactly what the rules are and what the landscape is. I can't put it any better than that, but I but I get it. And most of the people today, Edward, who have called here and talked about this have said something to the effect of, we're not trying to win. We're not trying to compete. So, and remember, it comes down to compliance. It comes down to, you know, what, what do, the, I don't care what school you're at. Okay, every school has a compliance portion to it. Okay, what do they say? What's their advice? What are they saying to the athletic director? What are they saying to whoever? That that's that's a part of this. That's what they get paid to do. So we'll see what happens. But look, clearly, some fans are really upset because some kids that had looked at Florida and had had them high on their list, well, either they're not anymore or they changed their minds or whatever. That's just, Edward, that, Edward, that's part of the thing here. All right, I got two last emails. hope they last me another three or four minutes here because that's all I've got today. Um, Bill says, uh, Steve, good topics today. Love the show. Uh, he also talks about uh, the Gator basketball players. His three would be Al Horford, Jason Williams, Udonis Haslam. Okay? I mean, you could probably, if you're just tuning in, at the top of the show today I said, give me the three Gator basketball players who've done the best job in the NBA. Michael, what, I mean, maybe nine or ten have been mentioned, right? And you could make a case. I mean, how do you judge, for, for example, a player like Matt Bonner, right? Played a long time. Was he a superstar? David Lee really falls into that category. David Lee was a good player, okay? and But he was a late bloomer. Billy Donovan benched him late in his career, and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to David Lee. It woke him up. He was a, if you remember when Billy did that, he was a new player after Billy did that to him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's the fun of this. 
And the best part of this is going to be in the NFL. Yeah, right? And I may give five for that. But think about it, okay? Michael, I'm going to ask you this. Who's the first Gator player that comes to your mind with the NFL? Who's – I mean, is there one that just snapped? I guess not because you you had that look of you like you're pondering. So, see, that that means – oh, go ahead. You got one now? I mean, probably Emmett Smith. Okay, that's the one. That would be the one. Okay, if he's not in the top three or top five – then you're on another planet. But other than that, you know, who do you – because, look, if you look at the quarterbacks, Shane lasted a really long time. Rex Grossman was good, okay, but not there, there's not been like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. You know, Coach Spurrier played 10 years, but, you know, he, they weren't Aaron Rodgers types. Receivers, I mean – Collinsworth was pretty good, but Ricky, I mean, you could go on and on. So, anyway. I think you have to have Jack Young, bud, too. You do, because he's in the Hall of Fame. Sure. So, those are the two. That's why I may do this and make it positionally. Okay? Like, okay, give me your three top quarterbacks. Give me three top run. And it also means I can stretch it out for a longer period of time in the summer. Yeah. I'm not just going to have. I, I really thought about in the NBA, okay, who's the three best Gator guards? Who's the, but that, that's harder to do. Because um, there aren't as many of them. But in football, you can certainly make a case for the, okay, the top three quarterbacks, the top three running backs, the top three receivers. And we're going to start that Monday because we need to unless something else crazy happens. Our thanks today to Dwayne Stats, play-by-play voice of the Tampa Bay Rays, for joining us. As always, we thank you for listening. You heard about all the sports we have coming for you this weekend. Hope you'll take some time to listen uh, the weather, uh, depending on where you are, could get a little nasty today. We need the rain. I hope it pours. But hopefully it's not violent weather, and it could be today with those thunderstorms. So if you're in one of those, be really careful. Thanks to Michael for producing today. We thank you, as always, for calling and participating. It goes by a lot faster when you do. Trust me when I say that, and I appreciate when you do it. You're listening to ESPN. 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. We will see you Monday. So long, everybody. Gainesville, 251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.